Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Matter of fact, who is that mystery God? And I'm going to be coming out of three places. We're going to first, well, we're probably going to first come out of our supreme wisdom. We're going to pull from uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Table Talks, that's one of the books that we're going to come out of. We're going to be looking at page 70. So let me place this right here. Another book that we're going to be coming out of is The Invincible, The Invincible, Invincible, The Invincible, like, like I'm saying, Principle, The Invincible Truth by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. This is written by, well, compiled by Brother Demetri, this is the Pittsburgh Courier articles uh, from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Before we had the Muhammad Speaks newspaper, this is what he was first publishing the teachings in. Uh, somebody said, y'all got that too? Yeah, and then we're going to be coming out of the Supreme Wisdom. And I'm going to be coming out of a few places from Supreme Wisdom. We're going to start with problem number 13, then we're going to go down uh to the lessons here, but we're going to be talking about that mystery God. And we're going to be talking about the condition of the black man and woman today. And why I think there has been such stagnant, uh, in our community. Uh, first I want to start that master Far Muhammad. When he came, he came to offer money, luxury, good homes, friendship of all walks of life. He came to make us into gods. He came to give us that, reality of God. He came to give us knowledge of self that produces love for self. And love for self produces that that respect for self. Somebody said, Brother Ben X want to be Malcolm X. Okay. I don't know where you got that from. Maybe because the name X. I don't know if that's what you got that from. May I don't know. Maybe you didn't know that people had X before he had it. I don't know what this I don't know what that's about. Do I sound like him? I don't even think I sound like him. But anyways, um, he came to give us these things, and we see the condition of the black man and woman, and we may be wondering, what's going on? When is God coming? And I think that's the problem. You're waiting on some spook God. You're waiting on some sky daddy to come down from way, 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 way out of space as a ghost, as just a little spirit that's going to jump in front of bullets and that's going to come and grow food for you out of nowhere that's going to come and pay your bills out of nowhere that's going to come and solve the depression that you have out of nowhere we think that there is literally some ghost that's going to walk into the room and solve our problems and i and 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 i don't think that's that's the case 
And uh, I know many of y'all are going to disagree with what's being said in this video today, but it is what it is. You can keep waiting on the mystery, God, or we can believe and realize the reality of God, force and power that dwells on the inside of you. And if you activate your force and power, you could make change. You could change your condition and uh, set yourself in heaven at once. So we're going to start off with uh, problem 13. Uh, where it talks about um, after learning mathematics, which is Islam, and Islam is mathematics, it stands true. You can always prove it at no limit of time. Then you must learn to use it and secure some benefit while you are living. Well, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. He says, then you must learn to use it and secure some benefit while you are living. Brother uh, Willie Muhammad pointed that out to me. How many times is saying the word you uh, in this particular sentence? Because there's a lot of our people, whether we believe it or not, thinking that some spook is going to secure something while we live. We say, oh, baby, God want me to have this job. God bless me with this job. And, oh, he going to make a way for me. Oh, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing, but he going to make a way. See, that is not respecting and understanding the law of cause and effect. The 85% dumb, deaf, and blind, poison, adamant eaters don't understand the law of cause and effect. You think that there is some man sitting in a chair, some big man saying, I want him to be poor. And I want him to be rich. And you think that somebody else who's more at peace, who got more than you, and have, you know, uh, 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 more money. You say, oh, man, God must have wanted him to have more money than me. No, this is cause and effect. He put in the work, the thought, the action, the prerequisite to receive the things that he has. Goes on to say, that is luxury, money, good homes, and friendship in all walks of life. This is why I don't agree with the whole, you know, no new friends where we get this from? No new friends? Where we get this? So, you know, I ain't got no friends. You know, I don't need no new friends. Who wouldn't want friends? I didn't say enemies who are jealous of you. I'm not talking about fake people, but who wouldn't want friends that you can call on and help you because, uh, yeah, the black man is God, but you are not the God ball by yourself. See, once we use each other and we unite we all have something that's superior over the next. This is why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says, every time I meet someone, I'm meeting my superior. What does he mean? How, how can such a wise man say he's meeting his superior? Because God has deposited something in you. There is some type of value in you. No matter how much you admire me, no matter how much you admire her or you value her, there is something that's placed inside of you. A, a, a word, knowledge, understanding, skill, talent is something that's placed in you that's needed even for them who you admire. And if you continue to just look at me and clap for me, but you don't look in the mirror and see what's inside of you, you're not only robbing yourself, but you robbing me. 
I'm going to say that again. Not only are you robbing yourself for not seeing your value, you robbing the very people that you so-called admire because you leaving something on the uh, off the table that was meant to be brought to the table to bring value to us all. Ye are all gods, children of the most high God. His essence dwells within us. We are direct descendants from that line of divine. So it says, sit yourself in heaven at once. Sit yourself, sit yourself, sit yourself in heaven at once. This is the greatest desire of your brother and teachers. Now he's given us a blueprint, some things that we're going to have to do to be successful. Now you must speak the language so you can use your mathematical theology in the proper term. Otherwise, you will not be successful unless you do speak well, for she knows all about you. Now, I want to Google something real quick, and we want to look at some of these words. It says, Mathematical theology. So if we look at the word mathematical, mathematical, what does this mean? What You know, mathematical. Let's look up some definitions that we can find. Let me see if I can look up some uh, <coughs> definitions here. Let's see what they got here. Uh, mathematics. Mm, I want to look for mathematical, though. I see mathematics coming up, but can you give me mathematical? So basically it's saying mathematical is relating to or of the nature of mathematics, mathematical truth. But I just want you to give me the definition of that. So I think we're going to have to look at the word mathematics to get it. All right, you're going to make me look up mathematics. Okay. <clears throat> mathematics. You got to look up mathematics. The abstract science of a number, quantity, or space. Mathematics can be studied in its own right or as it applied to other disciplines such as physics and engineering. That's one definition. The science or structure, order, relation that has evolved counting, measuring, and describing. So science of structure, order. Mathematics is the science that deals with logic, the logic of shape, quantity, and arrangement. So mathematical theology now let's look at the word theology let's look at the word theology the study of the nature of god and religious beliefs that's one the study of religious faith practice and experience especially the study of god and of god's relation to the world so mathematical Theology, logical theology. When you think about mathematics, there's no opinion in mathematics. It's no um, theory, per se, in mathematics. Two plus two is four. That's just what it is. Two times two is four, two. Two times eight going to get you 16. Seven times seven going to get you 49. Ain't no emotion in this. We can solve a problem. If there's a problem in mathematics, there's probably an equation for it. There's probably a formula for it that can be used to solve the problem. No matter how difficult it is, if you got the right formula, most of the time you can solve it. Most of the time we can solve it. You, you, y'all remember PEMDAS? Press one of y'all remember PEMDAS. Who, who remember what PEMDAS is? 
please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Now, that was a way for us to remember something. Parenthesis. I probably, now I'm probably going to get it wrong because I ain't been in school in a while. But I think it's parentheses. What is it? Exponent. Math. Addition. Division. Please excuse my dear answer. Yeah, something like that. Then you got some subtraction. <laughs> Y'all know that's the formula. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. So mathematical theology. In a proper term, otherwise you would not be successful unless you do speak well, for she knows all about you. Then it says the Secretary of Islam offers a reward to the best and neatest worker of this problem. A reward to the best and neatest worker of this problem. So to me, how I'm seeing this, that means we're going to have to put in some type of work. This means just because you join something doesn't mean you're going to get a reward. I'm just telling y'all how I'm viewing it and how I'm seeing it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna eventually do a series on the supreme wisdom with other brothers, but I'm just sharing with you guys what I'm what Allah is showing me and pulling from me as I read it. When I'm seeing the best and neatest worker of this problem, that means we can't go to sleep even in heaven. We can't go to sleep and just do nothing even when we become successful. Offers a reward to the best and neatest worker of this problem, of this problem, of this problem. Don't we have many problems in the world today? We have many problems in the world today. And some of us, all we're doing is focusing on the problem, but we're not working the problem. We spend so much time speaking about the problem. Man, you see how that thing got that two plus two? Dang, then they add to seven. Ooh, then they add plus three. Let's put that up on shade room. Man, did you see that problem right there? Two plus five equals seven divided by da -da -da. Let's put that up on the hottest blog. The problem, the problem. The problem, the problem, somebody got shot, that's the problem. Somebody got raped, that's the problem. The brother got killed, that's the problem. Somebody got robbed, that's the problem. Somebody, we just promoting the problem. And that's what goes viral because it's drama. But we would get rewards if instead of us focusing on the problem alone, we could start to work these problems and come about with some solutions. And when we work the problem, we will get a reward. We will be solving the solution or solving the problem with the solution and get a reward in return. And get a reward in return. So let's go down to, <clears throat> we're going to go down to this right here. I want to show y'all this part right here about the lessons. Talking about the mystery God. All right, lost found Muslims number two. We in Lost Found Muslims number two, question number nine. Why does the devil teach the 85% that a mystery God brings all of this to conceal the true God, which is the son of man, and make slaves out of the 85% by keeping them worshiping something he knows they cannot see? Invincible. And he lives and makes himself rich from there labor so the 85 percent of those who are dumb deaf and blind still believing in the mystery god that which does not exist that cannot be seen 
So we think in order for us to solve certain problems in our lives and in other people's lives, let the mystery guy do it. So the white man or the or the 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 ten percent bloodsuckers of the poor keep us saying, "Well, look up. One day he's coming. Just go on look up. One day he's coming." And as we are looking up, see, we're not looking up, meaning uh, lifting the level of our thinking up. We're not raising our consciousness up in heaven. What we're doing, we physically looking up. Man, you see that cloud up there, boy? That look like he looking down on me. You see how that cloud got them two eyes? Come on, y'all know I'm not lying. Y'all know back in the day we used to do this. Look at the clouds and say, man, look at Jesus. He looking right down on there. Look at him. You see the, you see the, I can see the beard there. I'm looking at the nose. You see, and we imagine anything in the cloud. You see, oh, I see two eyes right there. Ooh-wee, that's crazy. So as we continue to look up, they building their, their world, their heaven on earth from our labor because we don't mind working because we believe that we're going to get our reward in heaven. We believe we're going to get our reward after we die. And that is the danger of having that confusion. Because you're willing to do anything to your body. You're willing to treat yourself any way. You're willing to treat your brother any way. As long as I pray way before I die and say, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I'm going up to, I'm going up to heaven. And then I'm going to be in many mansions. And I'm going to have gold rose and milk and honey. You can get that right now. Here. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. You can get that here. Who is that Mr. God? There is not a Mr. God. Question number 10. The Son of Man has searched for that Mr. God for trillions of years. And was unable to find a mystery God. So they have agreed that the only God is the son of man. So they lose no time searching for that does not exist. Then he asked the question. Now, here's the part about the supreme wisdom that um, I think we all should kind of get acquainted with from the minister. He said, why did God ask why? This is a question that we have to ask ourselves. Why did God even ask why? Yeah, you remembering it. Yeah, you get to quote it back. That's a lot of brothers, especially, you know, our 5% brother. That's what they own. I mean, these brothers are magnificent with the lessons. I mean, they know it. And we got to get better at that. But, yeah, we remember it. But if we don't go deeper into why he's asking why, then we'll never get up into the mind of God, which is why, which is what he wants us to do. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, right? It talks about in the scripture that his thoughts is not our thoughts. His ways is not our ways. So the way for us to close that gap 
between us and our lower state and our lower selves and our lower way of thinking and raise it up to our higher selves and connect back to the God, we have to close our thoughts. That, that gap of thoughts with his, our ways. We have to close that gap and make our ways like his ways. So in total submission to him, that's how we become God. In total submission, you become what you submit to. Because now, because my mind is giving a command to my body, my mind is giving a command to my movements based on how I think, that's how I'm going to speak. Based on how I think, that's how I'm going to act. So when you see my hands even move like this, it is not my hands that's saying I want to move. It is not my fingertips that's saying I want to move. It is a command from my mind that's commanding my hands to move. So Brother Neri said we are, not a, uh, we are not a body with a mind in it. We are a mind with a body wrapped around it. I said, man, that's deep down. We are not a body with a mind in it. We are a mind with a body wrapped around it. Now, let's look at this. For those who say, well, man, I still believe in the mystery of God. I mean, shoot, I think I, I believe in the mystery of God. I think God is a ghost. Well, look at what it says. Will you sit at home and wait for that mystery God to bring you food? This is a question that's being posed that we all should ask ourselves. Would you, I'm talking to you, would you sit at home right now during COVID-19 and wait for a mystery God to bring you food? Would you wait and sit at home and wait for a mystery God to pay your bills? This is a question. And his answer was emphatically no. Emphatically no. Me and my people who have been lost from home for 379 years have tried this so-called mystery God for bread, clothing, and a home. And we received nothing but hard times, hunger, and naked and out of doors. Also was beaten, killed by the ones who advocated this kind of God and no relief came to us until the son of man came to our aid by the name of W.D. Farrar. Okay. So now the next question is. Why didn't the devil teach us that? Now we know that the devil keeps us ignorant so that he can use us as a tool. We know that. So when, so that's telling you almost indirectly, if we do not want to be used as a tool, we must gain what? As he says in Message to the Black Man, knowledge of self. Knowledge of God. Knowledge of self and knowledge of God is one in, uh, one in, one in the same. And then knowledge of the devil so that we can understand and see his trichnology. See the deceptiveness so that we can remove them, kick them out since they are going to make mischief so that we ain't got to be going through what we going through because the devil comes to cause mischief and what the shedding of blood through his lies, 
through his evil, look at what look at what it said, evil suggestions. Seek refuge in the Lord of Don. See, it's talking about the evil suggestions. How many of us have been cast evil suggestions? They didn't necessarily tell you something. They didn't tell you, you know, but they cast like a, a evil suggestion. You think it's you know, you think it's really cool to still eat one meal a day? I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, should you you should be cool if you eat just, you know what I mean? Just I mean, it ain't gonna harm you, brother. See, he's not telling you to stop doing it. He's casting an evil suggestion. I mean, you sure the man know what he was talking about? I mean, he only had, you know, like a, a third grade education. I mean, you sure he he comprehended what you know what was going on? He probably don't really know what he's talking about. He probably he wasn't that smart, brother. See, that's an evil suggestion which causes the slinking devil in you to have wicked thoughts. To have wicked thoughts. Damn, now you wrestling in your mind. Damn, I don't, what, 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 what could it be? Well, I mean, maybe he, maybe he right. And you start to entertain it. You start to entertain that thought. And then they talk about Adam and Eve. But see, the weaker part of yourself causes you to fall, causes us to fall, the minister said. See, that weaker side of ourself, that lower self, See, you ever watched a cartoon and they got the devil on one side and the angel on one side? Well, this is what goes on inside of the human being. See, devil is in contrary to the will of God. And it's, it's like a crooked thought, you know, like a snake. It's a crooked thought in the mind. See, we naturally, God is talking to you from the inside. You hear him too. I mean, if I ask you what voice it was, well, I mean, what voice do you hear? It's not audible as in you hearing it from a loudspeaker, but you could hear it from the inside of yourself. When you, if you close your eyes, you can and speak to yourself. You can hear something. It's not loud, but you hear it. So there is a self-accusing spirit inside of you. Some call it the conscious. That's speaking to you. Hey, man, you know you're not supposed to do that, brother. You know that's not the right thing to do that. You know that. Come on, man. And then you start to get that guilt feeling. But see, when you get that guilt feeling, there is another side that comes and say, oh, man, he, he ain't got to worry about that, man. You're going to be all right. You, you, you'll be all right. But let's look at Scripture. I want to go to the Scripture real quick. The serpent. I want to see what the serpent said to Eve. Let me, let me see what the serpent said to Eve. He says, this is Genesis 3. I don't know if this word, this is, I don't know if this is where I'm at right now or where I need to be, but I'm going to just read it. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal and the Lord God has made. He said to the woman, God did God really say you must not eat from any tree, tree in the garden? Now, Eve knows what the command was. Your lower self and weaker side of yourself know what the command is, know what we're supposed to be doing. But look at the evil, look, look at the evil suggestion. Did God really say you must not eat 
from any tree in the garden? Yeah, he putting the question back on you now. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from we well, must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. See, here's the here's the evil suggestions. That's coming up in our own thoughts, in our own minds. When you're supposed to be doing something right, you're you battling with the thoughts. You 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 battling now, man. You know we man, we got we got we got Wednesday study group. Man, I, I be shit. I I know I could come. You know what? The honorable Elijah Muhammad did say we could miss for work. Okay, domestic. Okay. Family, okay, okay, health, all right. But, man, <coughs> I got a little cough, brother. You know what I mean? I've been, I sneezed two times earlier. Oh, brother, you're sick, brother. You don't want to get any other believers sick, do you? You sneezed at 3 o'clock this morning. What if you sneeze at 7 p.m., brother? You don't want to get, oh, uh, you right. You right, evil suggestion. You right. You know what? I'm going to clock in. Hey, Cap, man, I, man, I got a little allergies, man. I I ain't going to make it tonight. See, it was the evil suggestion, that contrary thought in the mind that caused you to get weak and go against what you knew you were supposed to be doing. See, somebody said, if you're sick, stay away. But because I sneezed, am I really sick? Is that really something that should keep me from coming to get that which will feed me? We all got a little allergies here and there. Ain't nothing wrong with getting a little tissue. And, and you good. And you good. But that's what we would say. Oh, man, I sneeze, man. I'm, I sneeze, bro. I'll I see y'all next week. Or we create work. Man, brother called me, man. He called me right. I ain't going to make it, man. But could that have been rescheduled around the time? Yes or no? You got the power to reschedule it around the time of the study group. But why did you, he asked you what time and you said seven. Are we seeing, see the minister said devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. Mm, deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So the man said, man, what time you want to meet up? Mm, let's do 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Let's do 7 o'clock on Friday. We chose the time. But we chose it knowing that we had an obligation. So she said, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye. Ooh, pleasing to the eye. We got to make sure that we are. Hold on. I, I can't leave this part out. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree. Now, this is a tree of good and, uh, good and evil. See, this is this is meaning symbolic for truth mixed with falsehood. See, it says, was good for fruit and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. See, now 
how I'm looking at it, that means we're going to have to sometimes, we're going to have to sometimes compress our lower desires. See, when we have our right hand over our left hand in prayer, this ain't just some ritual we do over and over again just so that we can say, you see it, brother, I'm doing it right, brother. Did you pray today? Yeah, you prayed, but you didn't even have the spirit with the prayer. You didn't even recognize or even understand the principle of the prayer. So you went through the ritual, but you didn't get nothing out of it. See, the right over the left, you see, you, the righteous, you suppressing the lower desire, the lower appetites. So we're going to have to get in control of our desires, and we all fall short of it. It's something you like. It's appealing to the eye. Ooh, capture you. Gotcha. Now, we striving to be upright to him who originated the heavens and earth. It didn't say you was going to be perfect exactly. But it said striving to be upright. That means sometimes you may fall a little bit due to the desires that you have. So if we get in control of the desires on the inside, the external forces would not be able to catch and latch on to something on the inside that's not all the way disciplined. The minister said, when we get in control of our internal forces, external forces really have no power over us. So it says it was pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they sewed, uh, sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Now, naked, does this mean literally showing the penis? Does this mean literally showing the breast? Could it be that maybe they was naked, meaning that they was vulnerable, they was free, they was at peace, they was just in full submission, they, they ain't got nothing to hide, they just giving it all up. But then after they committed something that they knew they wasn't, ha they wasn't supposed to commit, now they have to cover now they can't be naked anymore. They got to hide. They got to be covered. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, saw that it was desirable and pleasing to the eye. It says, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid. They hid. Why are we hiding? Why are we hiding from God? They hiding, they are hiding due to the disobedience. You ever had somebody who uh, who you supposed to be communicating with and they told you they was going to pay you back on Wednesday and uh, because they knew they was lying and they probably wasn't going to be able to pay you back on Wednesday? You hit them up on Facebook, they not answering no more. What's going on? You shoot them a text. Now, typically, he'll be naked. Typically, he'll text you right back, what's up, what's happening? But now, due to the disobedience and due to him knowing on the inside that he did something wrong or maybe, you know, something is off, he's hiding. He's no longer responding. He's no longer answering the phone. He's no longer maybe coming to the office. He's no longer doing what he's, you see what I'm saying? He's not showing up now. He got the fig leaf covering him. 
So they said they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden. I was afraid. Afraid why? Talking about because I was naked, so I hid. What was you afraid of? And he said, who told you that you were naked? This God speaking, who, who told you you was naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat? Now, now, I may be wrong here, but as I'm, I mean, I'm just having, I'm, I'm just drawing from what I'm saying. So now, when you mix truth with falsehood, it takes away from, I think, the purity that you have, the vulnerability that you have, the openness that you have. So he was able to see that they was disobedient due to how he's reacting. Law of cause and effect. He knows that I'm seeing the effect. So there, there must be a cause to this. See, mathematics. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. Mathematics. So he already knew based on how you responded. Oh, I already know. Did, did you did you do something I told you not to do? Disobedience. Why are you acting like this? You typically would not. And you typically would not like this. You ever had one of them? Uh, you ever had a grandma man back in the hood, who uh, who when 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 she leaves, she puts uh, not even in the hood, but she puts some on the door. She said, "Don't go outside." You didn't. You didn't realize. That she has somebody to to know. You done took your butt outside. You know she got off at three. You know she coming back at four. You done took your butt outside, not realizing she had some on the edge of the door. And when she came back, she 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 seen it was moved. Or she had some kind of contraption to where she just knew something was off. I know you done been outside. You you done been outside, ain't you? <laughs> but they were smart back in the day, boy. You couldn't play them games. So it says, and he said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some of that fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate it. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this curse, are you above all livestock and all wild animals? You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all of the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. 
he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe, severe with, with painful labor where you give birth to your children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Not sure what all of that actually means, if it's symbolic, what that means. Um, but then it goes on to say to Adam, he says, because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Curse is the ground because of you through painful toil. You will eat from it all of your days. It will produce storms and thistles for you. Now, I don't know what this means, but if I could guess. To take the principle out of it, there's going to be chastisement for disobedience. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie and tell you I know exactly what that means. But I do know and I can see that it means in disobedience, there will be chastisement. There will be a consequence. Now, here's my thing. Brother Malik brought up one time. If it said that they would, that, that, that they would surely die, why was they still being talked about later on in the scripture? What happened? What kind of death was it? What kind of death was this? What kind of death was this? Was it a physical death? Was it a spiritual death, perhaps? Was it a mental death? Because if it said you're going to surely die, I mean, it didn't say they had a funeral per se. It didn't say they, you know, they went underground. Could this mean that they died mentally and spiritually, which actually leads to an untimely physical death? Physical death. So let's go into this book right here. We're going to go into, uh, hold on, let me see if this is the right page. All right, so we're going to go into page 191 out of The Invincible Truth. And we're going to look at an article from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. <clears throat> then we're going to close out with Table Talks. The nations of the earth expect the coming of God who will overcome and destroy all idols or all idol gods and set himself up as the supreme God over all for all nations have made their own gods. According to the Bible, King 1729. Many people have been saying for a long time that God is already with us. Most of the people believe God is God to be a spirit. If he is only now, he didn't say God wasn't. He said if he's only a spirit, it is not necessary for us to ever look to see him, only to feel him. For a spirit cannot be seen. And this has been the only God that we have had in the past. Then he goes on to say here, he says, let us search the Bible and see if it teaches us to believe in the coming of God to be a spirit and not a man. The Bible teaches us of the spirit of God in many places, but only once do I find where it mentions uh, God as being only a spirit. John 4, 24. And this came from a prophet, not from the mouth of God. If one reads the previous verse, John 4, 23, he or she will see that even Jesus could not have believed God to be only a spirit in these words. But the hour cometh 
And now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father seeketh such to worship him. Here a father is mentioned that we are to worship in spirit and not a God of spirit, but worship God in spirit. In spirit. Here it is made clear that the hour cometh. This hour cannot be referring to anything other than the doom or end of the devil's wicked world of false worshipers who claim that they are true worshipers of the true God, but are not. For the Father God seeketh true worshipers, the devils, and those who follow them deceive the people are not true worshipers. No, Jesus could have only been referring to the time of the presence of God and the person. This is the time. So when we talk about the doom or the end, uh, the end of the world, this is not talking about the world as we see it, like there would never be a sun, all buildings would be destroyed, everything, we all be gone. It's talking about this world, the white man's world. It's talking about this wicked world that needs to be destroyed. When it says that Satan is the God of this world. So yes, he's a God, not the God, but God of this world. What world? God of this wicked world. That's what scripture talks about and says. So when we look at the word, Hereafter is not talking about a place up, up, up in the sky. That's going to be milk and honey. Look at the word. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the word here is an adjective describing place. After is an adjective describing time. Here on earth, after this wicked world has been destroyed in our mind. In the wicked ideas of them has been destroyed in our mind and in earth. That's when we will live in heaven, in peace, in contempt. The world of Satan, the devil, did not convert people to God according to the parable of the wicked husbandmen, <coughs> whom the Lord let his vineyard out to, Matthew 21, 33 through verse 41. In the 42nd verse of the same chapter, Jesus makes another parable of the true worshipers under the stone that the builders rejected, that it became the headstone. It is the so-called Negroes who have been rejected by the builders of the government's civilizations who are now destined to become the head in the new world or government under the divine supreme being in person. Supreme being in person, supreme meaning originator. No, we all, we all beings. He's supreme over all due to the wisdom. The knowledge, wisdom, and understanding makes him the supreme of all beings. It is natural to say such and such one is a liar, but where there is no one to tell a lie, there is no liar. So it is with truth for the spirit of truth. If there is nothing to produce the spirit, there is no spirit. Nor can we know the truth without someone to teach the truth. Where there is man... There is spirit. Of course, man, woman here is interchangeable. Where there is man, there is spirit. Where there is no man, there is no spirit. For the spirit cannot produce itself. Hurry and join on to your own kind. The time of this world is at hand. See, in message to the black man, he talks about spirit is dependent on material. We are material beings. We, we, we are material. We flesh. 
is finite, but it's flesh. Spirit, that energy of life is not independent of the material. It's dependent of the material so I can see the spirit inside of the man. You know how when you look at a sister and she's down, you say, oh, man, that sister, she got a bad spirit, man. You ever seen a brother high? Man, that brother high on life, always happy, always positive. What we say, man, that brother got a good spirit, man. I like that brother got a good spirit. How do you know he got a good spirit? Did you see it? Did you see the spirit jump out of his body? You saw it inside of the human being by looking at him because spirit is within. You don't believe me? Let me, let me Google it. Let me see if I can get it real quick. Let me see if I can get it. See if I can get it. Uh-oh, I found it. Here it is. 1 Corinthians 3.16. Here we go. Who is this mystery God? Now, let me go back a little bit. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 3.16. He says, don't you realize? Don't you realize that all of you together? Are the temple of God and that the spirit of God lives in you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the spirit of God lives in, in, in you? Which takes me to the last point, to the last book. Now, this book right here is the table talks of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He's having a table talk with the laborers, with his sons, with believers. And, you know, a lot of them have questions. This is on page, uh, this is on page 71 that I really want to touch on. And I want to pull this out so that we as believers could really see our value man and showing that if we do not accept our own and be ourselves as master Far muhammad said we are letting down our own people you think you letting your people down only when you don't do something for them, like in the sense of I didn't pick something up for them or I didn't go out and do this. No, when you don't accept your own and be yourself and accept your value, we aren't helping. We, we aren't even helping a lot in doing that. We help a lot in, in, in accepting our own and being ourselves because that's how he's able to, what it say, slay them by your hand. Well, a lot changes not the condition of a people until they change it themselves. He's going to work through the human being. So brother two in the book says, I'm sorry, dear apostle. I try to make it direct and simple. If a man teaches me I'm God and I feel like I'm not accomplished to be that God, do I have the right to say that that man who taught me that I'm God, he's the maker or owner? He's the maker or owner of me, he says, of, of you. Of what? Of you? He said, yes, sir. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, yes, you are a product of his. And therefore, he's using you in places where he cannot use himself there. Ooh, and I seen that part right there. Good God Almighty. He said, this is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad speaking. 
This is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad speaking. So you who think, man, I'm not no captain. Man, I ain't got no value. You better stop lying to yourself. You who say, man, but I'm not no minister, man, I'm not value. You better stop lying to yourself. Man, I don't know all the teachings like everybody else do. I ain't valuable. You better stop lying to yourself. Man, I just came in, man. Nobody showed me. You better stop lying to yourself. If he came 9,000 miles hmm, to seek and save that which was lost, who are you to tell you that you're not valuable? If God came to save you, who are you to say you're not valuable? This is God. So look at what he says. He's using you, God, in places where he cannot use himself there in person. But you are being used as his personality in that place. Good. Oh, I'm going to close the book now. I'm going to close the book. He's using us in places where he's not even there and we are being used at that, as that personality. So when we are keeping our gifts away, keeping our value away, we robbing people from a piece of God. We robbing people from the mind of God. See, we are being shaped, man. We are being raised. We are, go we are meant to go through certain experiences so that, you can reach certain people that other people can't reach. Look at what the minister said during one of our uh, a meeting we had a couple of days ago. Um, I was blessed to be in the meeting with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he shared these words with me. He said that, man, um, continue to spread the word. Um, he said when they see Ben X, they know he's representing the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. This is what the minister is saying to me and to the audience. And uh, he said that there was a cousin of his who says he don't, they don't follow him much or listen to him much. He said, but they said, I listen to Ben X. And the minister said, yeah, when you're listening to him, you're listening to me. And that's what I've always said. Listen, man, this knowledge that I'm getting and gaining it's from the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But this is what I'm, I'm not saying that to brag about myself. I'm saying that because that's just an example that if I never made the decision to do what God has blessed me to do in my field, the way that I do it, that would never be possible for them to hear a word. Maybe through me, they may say, I like his personality. Maybe he funny. But you not realize that when you're hearing the truth, you're still hearing the teachings that I got from my spiritual father. So stop holding yourself back. Stop procrastinating. Stop thinking about it so much. And you know that it's valuable. And you know that it's good. And you know that it's helpful. Stop holding it back. Because you may bring something to the table that, man, takes things to a whole nother level, man. But because you don't see the value in yourself, you keep it away. And in doing so, you, you are harming, man. We are harming in holding back the very man that we say we love. The very uh, uh, nation that we say we love when we don't give and, 
and act out our gifts and talents that Allah is blessing us with. He don't bless you with it so that we can hold it in and continue to think about it. He don't want it to stay in our mind all day. He doesn't want it to stay in our mind all day. It says, it first was the word, and then the word became flesh. So we got to take the word and make it flesh now. We got to start to manifest these things now. Yeah, we got the law of attraction, but there's a such thing as the law of action. <laughs> yeah, don't just sit on that law of attraction. Oh, I want a nice car. I want a nice home. I want an impact. I want to be valuable. It, I mean, that's cool. Say it in the mirror. Say it in the mirror. Say your affirmations. That's good. But then you're going to need some law of action. You're going to need some law of compensation. What you put out is what you're going to get back. The more valuable you are, the more value you get back. That's the next step. Is that making sense? That's the next step of that. Got to put the work in. We cannot sit down. We cannot lay down. We must get up and go to work. Y'all remember that? Who said that? Do y'all recognize who said that? We cannot sit down. Or he may have said you cannot lay down. Maybe he said, I don't know which, I don't know the order. But he said, you cannot sit down. We cannot lay down. You must get up and go to work. <laughs> he didn't say, get up and just keep on praying about it. No, he said, get up and go to work. Must get up and go to work. So thank you all for watching. I thank y'all for listening, and uh, I hope I said something that was valuable, something that woke up your mind, something that got you to think a little bit deeper, really about yourself, the value of ourselves. And if I did, all praise is due to Allah. Thank you all for listening. Y'all have a black-tastic day. as